Welcome to the art studio. Well, it's been a while since I have been in the art studio chatting with you guys. I do apologize for that. I just don't have something to talk about in concrete terms that I think that is any interest to people. And I don't feel motivated to talk about things that aren't of any interest. However, it's all subjective, isn't it? So I'll just go through what's going on. I don't have a lot of time, so I'll try to get it done as quick as I can. I left my job where I was working as a groundskeeper. And let me tell you, that was a super, super hard job. I think it was the hardest job physically I've ever had. My hands were swelled up for weeks afterwards. My back, different parts of my body in pain, my shoulders. My shoulders are still screwed up. But just this past week, my hands have sort of gone back to normal. One thing that's happened with my hands that really freaks me out is my hands have grown so weak. I don't know what it is, like my thumb and the ability to grip uh, that I can't even open, open a can of anything. So I can't, couldn't open the applesauce or you know ketchup, anything. I can barely twist a cap. I don't know what's gone wrong with my hands that way, but it's a real problem. The other day I was trying to open a gallon of milk and I couldn't. <laughs> so this growing old uh, rapidly is a huge pain in the ass. I can tell you that. I finished two of my books, the men's physique book and my other new comic book. I'm really pleased that I was able to finish them. The moment... I left my job and recovered for about two days. I jumped on them and began to work on them as hard as I could and as fast as I could. I wanted to get them done. And one thing about going back to work, uh, you know, day job, night job, whatever you want to call it, is that I realized how little time I have and how little energy I have after the event of the job. So I wanted to get these books done because I didn't want them to sit there and just rot. The one, you know, the problem with the men's physique book is it's a really good book, but there's nowhere to advertise it, so no one really knows it exists. Same with my comic book. I really enjoy making my comic books, but let's be realistic. They don't do much. You know, for years and years now, I've run a successful commission art business, and things have really slowed down, uh, I guess like the last nine months or so. It's discouraging. It makes me think that, you know, like my art, quote-unquote, talent or skill is really lacking, and that's the reason. But it doesn't seem possible, of course, because I draw better than I drew now, you know, in the old days. And uh, I made more money then than I make uh, now, but uh, I don't know. I shouldn't let the lack of financial success undermine my... Uh, artistic feelings, I guess, about how I feel about my skill. But it really does. I was looking at an artist not long ago who does cover recreations, and he really does a fantastic job with these things. I think he makes probably around, you know, thirty to 40000 a year doing cover recreations, and he's booked a year in advance. That's right, you heard me, a year in advance. He has like a hundred and some commissions in the pipeline to do. I think he does two a week. Uh, 
it's just amazing. So it is possible to be a success online, to sell, sell artwork and so on. You just have to find the right niche and make it work. My niche used to work wonderfully, uh, but has not been working so well lately. The good news is that the last like you know 15 people I've done a commission for, I've really done some amazingly good work, I think. I've really tried and tried to do my best work to make it amazing. Now, of course, a lot of people can't understand what you know you think is amazing is amazing. Uh, I handed in a poster to a guy for his wedding, and man, I put a lot of work into this. And he wrote back and said he would you know like a completely different story. <laughs> but he's the one who designed the story, by the way. It wasn't my idea. I wrote back and said, that's great, but, you know, I'm going to have to redraw it completely, and, you know, you have to pay for that redraw. And uh, so he didn't want to repay for a redraw, even though he liked the original. But I was looking at the original thinking, man, it's so beautiful. I've put so much darned work into this thing. How can he, you know, want something different? So I've come to realize that I'm not going to have much energy after work. No matter what my next job is, and there's going to be a next job because I need money. Uh, I've sort of been recovering here the last week, but I got to go back out and hit the streets and look for work. Is uh, I don't have much energy after work. That's that's the fact. So it's going to be difficult, if not impossible, to get my projects quote unquote done. The only real project I have running is the Ed Wood auto or, or Ed Wood biography. I'm drawing a cartoon about Ed Wood's life. But it's just really slices of his life, not entailing his entire life. The first chapter I completed is about 19 pages long, and I've begun the second chapter already this week. But I could see how this second chapter of you know the Ed Wood story could take a year, take more. Uh, so, you know, everybody has problems. Everybody has financial responsibilities. Everyone has to work and their time is used up in ways they'd rather not have it used up. I completely understand that and just, you know, not uh, don't need sympathy of any sort. I'm just sort of relaying what's going on. And that's why I didn't want to make a show because I thought all this was kind of dull. But I guess, you know, it is what it is. So I just want to talk about what's going on. So it's really good not to be in pain anymore, not to have my hands swelled up to three times their normal size like mittens. So all that's good, and I'm glad to be off of that job I took, but I need to find another job. But anyway, I went off on a tangent there. Uh, I'm worried about not being able to get my projects done, whatever those projects are. We only have a finite reserve of energy, ambition, and so on, and I have to be realistic. It seems like, you know, making the books, making my comics, and quote-unquote, is not getting me anywhere. Just like sort of my art business, sort of nothing's happening, it's not getting me anywhere. <laughs> so it's, sometimes it's hard to involve ourselves in projects where we sort of feel like the end game uh, doesn't lead to anything financially, you know, emotionally, physically. You know, what am I getting out of this? You know, I really enjoy creating my projects, but at some point, you know, I look realistically at it, and it's just, I'm just piling up another book on top of another book on top of another book, and nothing really happens. So, 
I think, you know, if I had an answer to, you know, I was talking to myself, I'd say to myself, you've got to find a way to market your books. You've got to find a way to sell all these things you've made. And I don't think, uh, you know, standing in a convention behind a table is the plan, just in case anybody's curious. I don't know what the answer is. If I did, I would take action. You know, I've done hundreds of YouTube videos, blah, blah, blah. I've talked about all this before. And even though you can do everything right, it doesn't mean that, you know, you, you, you know, all kinds of things happen. You know, you don't turn into Jake Parker overnight and your Kickstarters make $100,000. If that was the case, I think all of us would be doing it every day. So again, I'm not sure, you know, how to fix all this. You know, uh, I'd like to get a job in the art field. I've applied for lots and lots of graphic designer and other positions, and none of them have even contacted me back. Not even one. So each day I send out resumes and contact people. It just seems to go into a black hole of oblivion. And that is a little discouraging, but, but more disheartening, I guess, because I'm like, well, should I be doing something different? Is there a different way to look for work, you know? Uh, in the old days, you would go out physically and look for work and drop your portfolio off, and that's how I got work. But uh, nowadays, you know, just dropping your hat into some well doesn't seem to do anything. Who knows? I've been to the movies. I've seen the X-Men. I've seen Warcraft. I've seen uh, Alice in Wonderland. I've seen... Uh, what was the other thing? Oh yeah, Civil War, which was really fun. So I've been in the movies, still trying to keep up my habit of gathering up my friends with me and going to the movies. So I've been doing that, and that's been fun. Uh, had my birthday last month, and that was good. My friends came out and had a party for me, a little pizza party, and that was nice. And it was great to see everybody. And I was thinking about friends today, you know, how we meet people... And sometimes, you know, really develop a great friendship. And then we never get to see them again because we move away from them. Or they move away from us. Or because of time, you know, work schedules, things like that. They might live very close. But we never get to see them. So things uh, make it so that it's hard for us to see our friends and continue those relationships on a level that we like. I know there's certain people that I really miss that I never get to see ever, and probably will never get to see again. I actually dream about them sometimes. I, I walk, they walk up to me, I walk up to them, say hello, you know, we have conversations. So it shows my mind thinks about them and is really reaching out for them. It's weird. Uh, and it comes uninvited, unbidden. It just seems to happen. I guess maybe all people have a yearning for their friends and their family that they miss. Maybe it's hardwired into us, I don't know. It's, I would call it the feeling of nostalgia in some ways. Because, you know, when we hook up with our old friends, old situations and so forth, it's fun, but it's never quite the same as it was, because it can't be quite the same. Things have changed, you have changed, they have changed, situations have changed. It's like working with somebody and developing work friendships. I really came to like some of the people I worked with this last job, and they came to like me. Two of them came to my birthday party. Really nice people. And I'm not going to get to see them again. You know, even though I worked a month and a half with them every day for eight hours, I'm not going to get to see them again. Not very much, that's for sure. 
And uh, it's kind of sad uh, in some ways. It's funny how we develop connections with people and have to let those connections go as we go on in life. And it's part of it. It's part of it, you know, this having to let go of all these people as we go. And uh, anyway, that's been on my mind lately because I really miss some of my friends and the realization again that I'm not going to get to see many of them ever again. It's kind of a weird realization. It's, it's weird. It's like realizing when you're a little kid that you're going to die someday. And you go, what, what, is, what is that exactly? You know, you actually figure out one day when you're a kid that your existence is finite. <laughs> and you go, whoa, that's some heavy stuff, you know. So I'm going to go back to work here drawing uh, on my Ed Wood book. Uh, I'm working on the second page of chapter two right now. It's not really, a, I would say, a, you know, a hardwired biography. It's more looking at, you know, several events in his life and looking at how they might have gone from a different point of view uh, than just showing the event. In other words, you and I have a birthday party. You know, there's setup for that birthday party. There's planning, you know, and all that stuff. So that's what I'm sort of showing. I'm showing, showing the sort of behind-the-scenes behind the big events of his life. And it's it's fictitious, based on real-life events, so to speak. But it is fictitious. But I always thought that some of the situations and things that he got into creating his movies, that the, the backstories probably were just as interesting as the story itself. So, anyway, that's my take on my Ed Wood Jr., uh, the director's story. And, uh, again, I could see this thing taking me years to push out years and I'm not sure if I have the energy the artistic ambition to do it so I've been sitting here thinking you know what do I have the artistic ambition to do what do I want to do you know I have my poster project uh, and I haven't made any progress any any further on that besides doing some layouts of some posters I'd like to do because I'm not sure again what the end game is what is my end game and right now, my end game has to be to make a living and make money and survive. And, uh, you know, I think I'm going to end up probably working two jobs. So I'm probably going to end up working day and night unless something changes, you know, unless something you know, goes my way in a different respect. But, you know, we're lucky just to get a job nowadays. The competition is fierce for any, any job. So it's crazy. I really hated to leave the groundskeeping job. But my body was falling apart. It really was. I'm just not strong enough to do the job. You know, talking to a guy who can't open a stupid gallon of milk, how the hell am I going to do heavy labor every day? It was really pathetic <laughs> watching me deteriorate through this process. The last day I was there, you know, I had to haul hundreds of pounds of dirt. I had to shovel. I had to scrape. Uh, I had to, you know, just do all kinds of intense manual labor and it's so hard on me I mean for basically my whole life I've sat behind a desk or pushed a mouse and here I am out doing the most extreme labor <laughs> you could imagine and I really really found it hard uh, I came home every day basically and collapsed and uh, it's hard to live like that I was in a lot of pain all the time and I just didn't think it was practical for me to go on, that I was going to destroy my body and then not be good for anything ever. 
So I stopped doing that, but I do miss the money, and uh, it's scary, you know, not having an income as I'd like. It's weird. What a weird life. You know, I'm working my way down the ladder of success currently, but I believe things will turn around. You know, money is not happiness. Uh, everybody has adversity and things happening in their life, and I'm sure this too will pass. We've had good times here in the art studio. We've had down times, rough times, and so... You know, at some point in the future, I'm sure everything will be fine again, and I'll be back here chatting about the good times. Right now, you know, I'm in the middle of a struggle, and that's just the way it is. I wish I was a lot smarter to think my way out of uh, this current situation, especially. You know, in the old days, I was not against starting businesses, selling things, making a widget, you know, casting a hundred Batman heads and selling them on eBay or whatever it could be I'm doing. And, uh, you know, none of those things work anymore. You know, I put out some real treasures on eBay, and not none of them sold. And they're really cool things that, in the past, totally would have sold on eBay, because I've sold similar things on eBay in the past. But now even eBay is not there. You can't even sell anything, you know, that's cool off. Uh, there's no one there watching. No one wants it. I don't know. Bad timing. But that's not working. So... You know, from the magazine business to my, you know, former use of eBay to sell things, nothing I seem to know works. None of my schemes, plans, and experiences have led to a point where I go, ah, I have a new scheme and plan based on my experiences that will now work. It hasn't happened. I've been watching a TV show called Skin Wars, where they body paint people. Uh, really a great show, especially love the first season. I think that body painting is so utterly cool. Wow, that is cool stuff. I could really see, you know, getting into that. I don't know what I would do with it, how I'd apply it, or how even somebody would make money at it, but I think that body painting thing is really cool. Back in Key West, when I was young, for a day I ran a body painting booth, and uh, that was really cool. We were just basically painting girls. And uh, it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Key West during Halloween to be painting bodies. But that's not, you know, real body painting. That's like commercial fun body painting, like face painting at a pair, at a fair, <laughs> at a pair. And so I'm thinking more of something more professional in the body painting. And that Skin Wars TV show, wow. It is really, really super cool. Can't recommend it enough. Tough to see Bernie Sanders not get the nomination. Very, very tough for me. You know, it's always dangerous to discuss politics because people get all divided and pissed off. But I like Bernie Sanders' idea, ideas. I liked getting money out of politics and trying to reform some of this corruption and BS we have going on. It's just completely ridiculous. Uh, anyway, I was discouraged to see him lose. Hillary Clinton actually gives me the creeps the way like a demon in some kind of demon movie will give you the creeps she just creeps me out she seems like a soulless monster <laughs> again I could be wrong but I don't know her giving me the creeps I'm not wrong about that's for sure and Donald Trump uh, seems like a dangerous loose cannon you know I, I, I would like to believe in him but there's no way to because he's like a dangerous dangerous egoist 
and I've been looking, you know, a lot at him over the last few months. And if you go back and look at his track record and look at the things he's done, he's a runaway train. He really is. Uh, he's like a kid in a candy store uh, without much self-control. So I don't think he's a good candidate for president, sadly. And that's the only other option besides Hillary Clinton. And boy, that makes me sad for us. <laughs> what a world we live in where those are our choices absolutely sucks in my opinion well guys I'm going to keep hammering away my projects I'm not giving up I'm trying to find a way to find the energy to find the artistic energy and ambition to keep up with my projects that may mean switching projects finding short term projects maybe just doing you know illustrations uh, or whatever it could be you know maybe not trying to focus on doing the whole book each time you know, as I said, you know, I'm not really selling books, so there's not much payback artistically besides completing the book. Since I've completed so many books now, I've sort of had the thrill and the rush of completing books, and I'm not sure that's enough to provide me with the artistic enthusiasm to keep making books, even though I really like making them. So I'm plotting away in my Ed Wood book, uh, but once I go back to work, I'm really not sure what is going to happen. I really am, you know, I'm just trying to be honest. I, I, you know, looking at it, and I've had to place a bet, I'd say that, you know, there's only a 10% chance I'm going to be able to complete anything else as I go forward, just because of the time factors. You know, when I was young, I made a book called The Artman, and it was a Watchman spoof. I remember that the really the only reason I was able to create that book was because I had to have surgery and had a few weeks off to recover. And it was during those few weeks off while I was recovering that I propped myself up in front of the table and drew that book, The Artman. And uh, so it's been blocks of time for me work best to be able to work. And working for myself all these years, I've been able to you know slice out blocks of time in a regimented fashion to do my work. And you'd think I'd be able to do that coming home after work. But coming home after work, I have to eat, I have to rest. I want to spend time with my family and so on. And, you know, after four or five hours goes by, it's time to go to sleep. And you really haven't gotten anything done on your personal projects. So I totally see now and always have the problem that all people experience when you have to slice up your life between a job, family, and trying to get something done on the side that we call a project. It's really hard, and it's about energy and time, you know. There's just not a lot of it. Keep doing your projects. Keep doing your thing. You can do it. Each story and project leads to something fun and different, so I really believe in making them, and I have no regrets about making my projects, so I think you should make yours. I think as creative, artistic people that want to express ourselves, it's really important to do your thing. Well, guys, have a great day in your art studios. Keep drawing, keep creating, keep doing your thing. Have fun with it. And I'll be back here in the art studio before you know it. Have a great day. Bye-bye.